Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. Hello, Dayspring family. Welcome once again to our online service. Praise the Lord. Today we are going to be uh, visiting the book of Genesis, chapter 24, verses 1 through 67. Praise the Lord. Let us go before the Lord in prayer as we ask the Holy Spirit to join us and to minister to us through His Word. Heavenly Father, we come before your presence. We thank you. We acknowledge you, Lord, because you are sovereign and your will is forever made manifest in our lives. Lord, we ask uh, that your Holy Spirit will come and impart upon us your understanding that we may uh, learn of your word, that we may uh, be set free through your word. In your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. John chapter 14 verses 1 to 3 tells us through our Lord Jesus Christ when he said, he said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you so that where I am, there ye may be also. Praise the Lord. You know, this is a, a beautiful illustration of what our Lord Jesus Christ has anticipated for us, praise God, through the uh, gathering of uh, His body to Him, through what we call the rapture of the church, praise the Lord. And so today we are going to uh, return back to uh, Genesis. Last time I spoke to you, we spoke on chapter 23 uh, about uh, uh, Father Abraham under the title, Christ our Substitute. Praise the Lord through types and figures. Today we are going to once again reconsider those types and figures. Praise the Lord. And so we see Abraham as a type and figure of God, our Heavenly Father. Praise the Lord. We see Isaac represented as the only begotten son who is uh, represented uh, as a type and figure of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now we are going to add into uh, these characters two more. We're going to add uh, Eleazar, which is Abraham's servant. He is considered a member of the household, one who was uh, uh, brought up with him. And uh, the Bible tells us that he was the steward. He was the, the, the governor of all of Abraham's wealth. He managed all of his goods. He managed the, the whole compound, the whole household. Praise the Lord. So even though he was a servant... He was a very exalted servant, and he was a very uh, a loyal servant to his master, Abraham. 
He is uh, Eliezer, the servant who is uh, typified by the Holy Spirit, who is the servant, who is the messenger, who is the one who is in charge of all of God's goods. Praise the Lord. We also now also include in this uh, lesson one more character. Uh, we could say she is one of the main characters of today's lesson. Her name is Rebecca. Rebecca is typified uh, by us, as a matter of fact. You and I are the bride of Christ. You and I are typified then in this personage, in this beautiful uh, virgin young lady uh, who is espoused now to our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So Rebecca is considered the church, the bride of Christ. She is uh, pretty much, she is us. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so uh, we find a, a beautiful illustration here. Amen. We find that uh, uh, Isaac has already gone, has already been offered up as a sacrifice to the Lord. Amen. He was, he carried uh, the wood which typified the, the cross. He was laid upon the altar as was the Lord laid upon the cross. He was hung. He was hanged on the cross. And so he was offered up for us. And so typically he died that day. Typically, because he didn't actually die, but we know that he was a, a, a representation of the substitute Christ, which uh, would die on our behalf. Praise the Lord. But he was offered and he rose up. He was resurrected from the dead, uh, uh, figuratively, typically. Now, we know that uh, Jesus Christ, uh, not only figuratively, but literally, rose from the dead. He was literally offered up uh, in the altar, which is considered the cross. He literally died. And in three, after three days, he rose once again from the dead. Praise the Lord. So our Christ actually fulfilled the type, literally. Praise the Lord. And so we, we find now that... Uh, uh, in order for the blessing to come, in order for the glorious uh, events to come, uh, Christ would have to not only suffer and die, and, and, uh, but rather he would have to resurrect from the dead. And so at this point, uh, the Lord had already risen up from the dead. Praise God. So he was already risen. Praise God. And uh, as typified in Isaac, as, as Isaac rose from the dead. Praise the Lord. And so we see now uh, uh, his mother, uh, Sarah, soon after passed away. This brought great grief into the household. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, because of uh, Isaac being offered uh, in, uh, 
at Mount Moriah, it brought about a conflict. It brought about, brought about a separation between the two, between Abraham and his wife Isaac. They were separated. And so it came to that moment where uh, Sarah, now a type of Israel, dies. And so it is a, it is a, it is a moment of uh, great consternation, a, great, a moment of great grief, uh, of, uh, of great affliction, especially to Isaac, since Isaac loved his mother dearly. She was, uh, uh, she was a, a beautiful mother, a wonderful mother to him. Praise the Lord. And by this time, now Abraham is already an old man. He had, uh, he had uh, now up to this point remarried with uh, uh, his new wife, uh, uh, Keturah, and they uh, were together at least 38 years after Sarah's death, and he had many other children. And so we see Abraham now at the point of death. He knew that he was ready to uh, give up the ghost. But there were some unfinished business with Abraham. And it was uh, something that concerned him greatly. And so he calls his trusted servant Eliezer, and he tells him, Eliezer, I want you to make an oath with me. I want you to promise me that you will go uh, to my homeland from which I came and to my kinspeople. And I want you to take from there a wife for my son Isaac because I am about to die and I want to, my heir to be uh, uh, married uh, with one of my kingfolk, not with these Canaanite ladies or young women, because he knew that if he would marry one of the Canaanite women, that they would draw him away, they would draw him astray from the, the promise which God had provided for him. So he made Eliezer uh, 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 make a covenant, and he told him, put your hand under uh, my loins, uh, close to the, the area of, uh, uh, of the reproduction area, which was uh, a very important oath at that time. That's where they, uh, they would make uh, such great oaths because it represented uh, such seriousness, not only for the moment, but for posterity, for, for generations to come, for thousands of years now into the future, we see that that oath was so important that Abraham made him uh, take the oath in that manner. So he told him, I want you to make that oath that you will go and bring me a wife for my son Isaac. That was a very... Uh, important mission then, which Eleazar, the uh, servant of Abraham, had now to do. It was, it was no 
light thing. Imagine having to find a bride for the prince, having to find a wife for the heir of all the promises which God had made to Abraham was no easy task. Of course, you can see the, the, the weight which befell him and the consternation and the fear of, of being unsuccessful. And he says, Abraham, but what if I go to her and she does not want to come? What then? Abraham said, if she doesn't want to come with, with you, then you are free of that covenant. You are free of that oath, excuse me. And I will not hold you accountable. You will not be cursed because you will have fulfilled your oath. Praise the Lord. And so, and so the servant, which uh, is typified by the Holy Spirit, is sent by Abraham. Just as God the Father, after our Lord Jesus Christ, returned back to heaven as Isaac returned back to his uh, uh, mother's dwelling place. So now uh, Abraham is telling Isaac, he's, excuse me, Abraham is sending his servant Eleazar to go down and to find a bride for his son. Praise the Lord. It is the same way with God the Father. God the Father commissioned the Holy Spirit, and he told him, you need to go down, and you need to find for my son a bride. Praise the Lord. So it was that after Christ had returned, ascended to heaven. Then the Holy Spirit had to come down. That is why Christ said, if I don't go, he said, I must go so that the Holy Spirit might come. Because if I don't go, then the Holy Spirit will not come. He said, but I will send him in my Father's name. Praise the Lord. So we know there in the day of Pentecost, what, what, a, what a, a great event that was when uh, the 120 were awaiting the, the promise of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came down to fulfill His purpose, His mission to find a bride for, his, for Jesus Christ for the Prince of Peace, for the Lord of Lords. Praise God. And so now we find that Eleazar, uh, he commissioned other servants to go with him. He took with him 10 camels. He filled them with all kinds of uh, expensive clothing, like silk, uh, uh, all kinds of silver and gold and precious stones, uh, and all kinds of, of, of uh, treasures that would represent the treasures of our Heavenly Father, praise Lord, of Abraham. And so they went out on that long journey, uh, many days of uh, toil, many days of hot sun, 
going through the desert until finally they reached the land, Haran. They reached a well. And uh, there, Eliezer knelt his ten camels and awaited the damsels to come and to draw water. As he awaited, he bowed his head and he began to commend himself unto the Lord, asking to be prospered in this journey. And he said, give me a sign, Lord, the woman that offers me to drink and also offers my camels, she will be the one whom you have chosen. It was no long after he had opened his eyes, a beautiful damsel had already drawn water from the, the well, from the spring. And Eleazar asked for some water to drink. She immediately gave him to drink. And not only that, but she said, I will also give your camels to drink. That was the perfect sign. That was the sign that he was awaiting for. Praise the Lord. And so he knew that she was, she was the chosen one. She was the bride which was chosen for his uh, young prince. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so he began to inquire of her, of her lineage, her family. And all of that confirmed that she was his, the Abraham's king's uh, family. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so uh, immediately he brings out a ring. And he puts a, not only, not any kind of ring, but a ring made of gold. He put it in her nose. And he put uh, bracelets of gold on her hands. Praise the Lord. We see there what is beginning to happen. You see, after after we, as the church, have accepted, have uh, accepted to be, uh, 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 after we have been chosen uh, of God, He seals us with His Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit seals us. The Holy Spirit puts upon us that mark that identifies us as the bride of Christ in that in that instance, the seal was that ring, that gold ring on her nose, and those bracelets on her hand. Those were the seals that would identify her as the chosen one. Praise the Lord. And it, it so happened that she uh, went to, to her family. She began to tell them all that was uh, going on and that had happened. Uh, her brother came running back and he offered uh, Eleazar and his men and the camels to come and spend the night with them. They brought out the food. They brought out uh, the drinks. Uh, they brought out the water to uh, cleanse their feet from the dust. But Eliezer said, No, I cannot taste of any food until first I have delivered the message 
which my master has asked me to deliver to you. And he began to expound all that the, the master Abraham had uh, 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 told him to do to find a bride for, uh, for his son Isaac. Praise the Lord. Afterwards, uh, after he had delivered the message, you see, the Holy Spirit, from, from the moment that he descended down to earth on the day of Pentecost, from that very moment, he has been working in us and through us. And he has been inviting people to be partakers of that bride of Christ. And those who, who receive him, he, they, are, they, they receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. See, right after that, uh, after he delivered his message, Eleazar brings out many costly gifts and he begins to impart them to his, uh, to uh, Rebecca's brother and Rebecca's uh, mother. And uh, he fills their house with many costly garments and much gold, much silver, much wealth. Praise the Lord. That is what, that is what the Holy Spirit has done on God's behalf, praise the Lord. Once we have received him, he, he gives us all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. That is why Ephesians 1.3 uh, tells us, uh, he said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. That is why we exalt the Lord. That is why we bless Him. Why? Because we don't need to get to heaven to receive uh, the blessings of the Lord. We have already received a small portion. We have received a taste of, uh, of all that He has provided for us. So, so you see that we are heirs with Christ. Christ is the heir of, of uh, our Heavenly Father. All things belong to the Father, and the Father has given them to His Son, and now the Son has shared His, his uh, uh, inheritance with His bride. What a beautiful thing. Praise the Lord. So you see, there was a, a, a moment uh, where uh, uh, Eleazar said, well, in, in the morning time, Eliezer said, I must go. We must go now. The family said, wait a minute. Uh, why don't you wait 10 days? No, it is urgent that we go. That is how the Holy Spirit is, is acting. Since the moment he came down to earth on the day of Pentecost, 2,000 years now into the future, the urgency is the same. He said, we must hurry up. We must uh, 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 move forward because we must go to our prince. We must consummate this marriage. We must consummate this union. Praise the Lord. So they say, well, then ask the young, the young lady. 
what she wants. Ask her if she wants to go or what she wants to do. And you know the beautiful thing about this young lady, uh, this, this virgin which represents the, the, the bride of Christ, the one that has been espoused to Christ, immediately she said, yes, let us go. That is, that is to say that she was anxious to leave immediately. Praise the Lord. She didn't think twice. She wasn't thinking about her, the family she was going to leave behind. She wasn't thinking about the friends she was going to leave behind. She wasn't thinking about her homeland that she was going to leave behind or all that she had been accustomed to. You see, from the very moment she was convinced, she was convinced that she had to leave. And let me tell you, my brothers and my sisters, when Christ uh, works in you, from the moment that he works in you to eternal life, it is only moving forward. Praise the Lord. Not moving back. And that is the attitude that we must have as the bride of Christ, uh, as, as the virgin, that we should be eager to leave. We must be, we should be eager to be with our husband. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. And so immediately uh, she mounted the camel, her uh, nurse, made a servant with her. All the, the caravan, now they began to go back to the long journey home. Praise the Lord. And it was a long and arduous journey. Our journey has been long and it has been arduous. Praise the Lord. It has already, 2,000 years have already elapsed. They have already passed. Praise the Lord. And, you know, some mock and say, well, where is the coming uh, of the promise? Since we were young, it has been said that he is coming and nothing has happened. 2,000 years have already elapsed. But, you know, it is arduous. But the Lord, that is why the Lord said in John chapter 14, verse 1, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. Amen? And if it were not so, I would have told you. Praise the Lord. Because His Word, His Word is truth and it is life. Praise the Lord. He, because He said it, He will keep His promise. Praise the Lord. And after that long, arduous journey... There in uh, uh, verse 63 uh, of Genesis 24, verse 63, uh, the scripture tells us that Isaac came out. He came out to meditate. I, could, I would imagine that he was more anxious. He was, uh, he was even more anxious than even Rebecca was. Praise the Lord. And I think that uh, that is something that is even true that it, the, our Lord is more anxious to see us, to be with us, than we are anxious to see Him and to be with Him. Praise Lord. So we must change our attitude, our paradigm. Praise God. And it tells us that 
In the evening, Isaac came out to meditate in the evening. Praise Lord. When it, be, when, it was, when it was beginning to get dark, when the darkness was about to begin to be befall uh, uh, that environment, he came out. Praise the Lord. And, uh, and there, looking afar off, he sees the caravan. Praise God. He sees the caravan of, of, uh, of, of uh, camels that begin to come toward him. Praise the Lord. That was a, a, a beautiful sight to behold. Isaac was, was beholding the caravan slowly begin to approach him. And from afar off, he spotted that beautiful young lady who was coming along. And he knew then that his bride was about to come to him, that he was about to be married, that he was about to be joined in a holy matrimony. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, uh, uh, Rebecca also sees him. She asks, uh, I, she asks Eliezer, who is that man that is pacing? Who is that young man who is coming toward us? That is a very important key that Isaac was going toward the caravan and the caravan was going toward Isaac. And that is uh, synonymous of the church Meeting the Lord in the air, praise the Lord. As, as Christ comes down, the church goes up and we will meet him in the air, praise the Lord. We will, uh, in the twinkling of an eye, we shall be caught up together with him. The, the living will be translated and the dead will be resurrected and we will be with the Lord, praise the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, praise God. And so immediately she covered herself and uh, uh, Isaac joined the caravan. Immediately, Eleazar began to explain the whole journey. They had to cut it short because Isaac was ready to take his bride. And he tells us that he took her and that he, uh, took her into his mother's tent, and there he married her, and there they consummated the, the, the marriage, and there she became his wife. Oh, brothers, what a, uh, brothers and sisters, what a lovely illustration of our union with the Lord. So you see, even from, from Genesis, we find here as the type of, of a, a, a groom and a bride joining together in holy matrimony. So I will encourage you uh, uh, to go back and uh, read Genesis 24, verse 1 to 67, and uh, take time and and. and and uh, I'm sure you will be able to get more uh, uh, substance now that you have a more clear understanding of what 
these types mean for our time. And please note that soon we will meet the Lord in the air to consummate our marriage. Praise the Lord. Why don't we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you once again. We thank you, Lord, because you have... Uh, through your Holy Spirit imparted unto us your word, your words of encouragement. Father, your spirit is now in operation from the day of Pentecost unto the present in the year 2021. Lord, your spirit is still searching out, it's still looking to join those who would believe to be part of that bride so that one day she and us, we may be joined together in holy matrimony with our Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, we thank you for these many wonderful gifts, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are only an anticipation of the inheritance which you have provided for us in all eternity. Thank you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message, but before you go, we want to extend an invitation to start a personal relationship with Jesus and declare Him your God. No one loves you like Jesus, and no one will impact your life for good like Jesus will. Would you make the following prayer your prayer? Heavenly Father, I repent of my wrongdoing. I open my heart, and I want to have a personal relationship with you. I trust that Jesus died so I could be forgiven, but He didn't stay dead. He rose back to life so I could have eternal life. From today on, I will follow you, transform my life through your truth and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. If you made that prayer, God lives in you and now you have a new life in Him. Connect to a church so your faith and love for God can continue to grow. We believe that you can find a loving and encouraging community in Day Spring Church. Come visit us. You belong here. We would love to meet you.